Hello, you know who this is. You are listening to the guitar radio show. Wow! Wow, that was nice. That was different. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. W. <laughs> Welcome to the Guitar Radio Show. This is episode 63. And they said it wouldn't last. Still might not. <laughs> Welcome to the Guitar Radio Show, the show dedicated to all things guitar. Dedicated to the guitar player, guitar builder, gear maker, and purveyors of those items that you may not know about. Today is a super special episode. Oh, I'm Mark Davin, by the way. How you doing? Special episode for us. We have the return of the author, Lisa S. Johnson, from the great book, 108 Rockstar Guitars. You've heard me talk about this book before. Um, I love this book. It's a book that we always have here in the studio, and we're always gawking at. It is uh, wonderful. So we're going to have a full inter- interview with her to talk about the, uh, the release of the paperback version of this book. So we're kind of excited about that. Um, folks, don't forget GuitarRadioShow.com, GuitarRadioShow at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Vine, Google+, all that stuff. Okay? Don't forget about that. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about? Well, I, hey, listen, don't forget uh, our last episode was with Scott Gaylor, and he's got a new album out called Technicolor Monochrome, and we're doing a giveaway for that um, for that disc, we have hard copies, signed hard, hard copies of that uh, CD. So if you're interested, uh, go to guitarradioshow.com, go to the contact GRS tab, and um, sign up and uh, hit enter, and you could win a copy. Could be good. Could be good. <laughs> hey, I want to get into playing some music for you right off the bat. Let's get this happening. Um, this is the guitarist who will be our feature uh, interview next episode for episode 64. He is a Telecaster master. I love the way this cat plays. He has got such great vibe, great style, and amazing tone. Um, and uh, he's also a pickup maker, which we talk about as well on the, in the interview. Uh, this is Carl Bradychuk. Guitar Radio Show. GuitarRadioShow.com. Do me right and don't you ever dream it, don't you do me no wrong. Well, baby, don't you do me no wrong. Yeah, baby, if you wanna get along, don't you do me no wrong. Don't you scold me You better be kind in line all the time Yes, 
pretty kind and keep me on your mind. Do me no wrong. Oh, well, baby, don't you do me no wrong. Yeah, baby, if you want to get along, don't you do me no wrong.
say Walk away and don't look back Someday the world gonna say That's Julian Sass, and the track is called Life on the Line. Julian will be with us in a few weeks. Uh, we did an in-depth interview with him. He's from the Netherlands. Amazing soul deep down in there with him. Great guitar player. And before that, we heard Carl Bredichak, who will be our feature interview next episode for episode 64 of Guitar Radio Show. Uh, listen, don't want to wait no more. Let's bring out Lisa. Let's talk to Lisa and this fantastic book, 108 Rockstar Guitars. Go to 108rockstarguitars.com and uh, check it out. Well, welcome back, Lisa Johnson. You're the author of 108 Rockstar Guitars. Welcome back. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me back. Have fun. Oh, yeah. This is great. Folks, go to 108rockstarguitar.com and check out uh, what's going on there. I have this book. It is actually the most popular book in my studio because I have people that come, <laughs> in, people come in and out of here all the time. We're always hanging out in here. And it's always the book that people go, oh, you have that? Oh, right on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. They go, oh. And then, and then they, and they open it up and they go, oh, and she signed it? Oh, like, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> That's cool. So it's the book that everybody, it's like the book that like when it's time to get work done, I go, okay, you need to put the book down now. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of all, it's, it's 396 pages. So it's a lot to plow through actually. Yeah. It takes some time. Yeah. And, and I said this, and uh, Lisa uh, was with us in episode 15, if you can believe it. Um, and she, uh, I told her then that this was, to me, the finest tribute to wire and wood that I had ever seen. Uh, great, great pictures of, 
I mean, and, you know, that's that's just not doing it justice to say that these are great pictures. These are portraits of some of the finest instruments known to man. How's that? Wow. Right? I love the way you say that. And I love how you said tribute to wire and wood. Yeah, well, that's what it is. I mean, you know, there's nothing I, I you know, for a person who, who Googles uh, and when I mean Googles, I mean Googles like, oh, my God, uh, guitars all day long like I do and collects guitars like I do. This is like having a collection inside a leather bound book. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it, it, it really is. I mean, I wanted it to be leather on the outside just because leather is so cool and so rock and roll. <laughs> and uh, so I, I wanted it to be a, a leatherette mm-hmm. look, and it, and it really looks so good, the yeah. hardcover edition. And now that we have the new softcover edition out, the, the cover of it, you can still feel that leatherette look, even though it's not real leatherette, because the the uh, the design of the soft cover book just really kept the sparkle of what the hardcover looked like. Because mm-hmm. the hardcover has those gold uh, gold leaf inlays on the front of it, mm-hmm. and we on the soft cover were able to make that uh, the printing, the inks. They still used a metallic gold ink on the cover yeah. of the soft cover, so it still just pops out the design. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It really is. And folks, I got to tell you, you know, for a, for a book to go, for a book to go from hardcover to softcover, chances are it was a book that had legs, as I said to you off air. It's a book that really has, has stood the test of time and, and is really kind of become a, uh, is going to be one of those iconic books, I think, in, in the way of, you know, these type of, these type of guitar books. Well, it's pretty cool because the the first run of the hardcover edition is 2,500 copies. Mm -hmm. And right now there's about maybe 600 copies left Mm -hmm. of the hardcover. So that's it that will ever be made of of the hardcover. And now we have the softcover edition. And that one now is is the real affordable one. Mm -hmm. That one's $54. And the hardcover one is is going to become hard to come by. Uh, book eventually, mm-hmm. and the price of it will probably go up. I mean, it, it came out really underpriced for what you for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one hundred and eight dollars for the hardcover, and it should have probably been three hundred and fifty dollars for the amount that went into the production of it, yeah. and um, the weight of it, the paper that was used, the inks, everything. I mean, it's it's really um, an expensive book. That and one hundred and eight dollars is really expensive to a lot of people. It's it's still really really inexpensive for that book that will become potentially a collector's item and everything that i've made around it like the guitar picks that go inside every one of the hardcover books gets a a special guitar pick on Mm -hmm. the back in Mm -hmm. the back of it and there's different ones so every book has there's three different designs oh i didn't know that yeah there's three different designs of guitar picks and the design each design is on the cover of the book so there's a a gibson inspired headstock on one side of the pick there's a a fender inspired headstock on one of the other picks and then there's a lotus flower on one of the the mm-hmm. third pick because mm-hmm. there's a lotus flower in, in the center of the of the book mm-hmm. that creates the zero of one zero eight the zero is a lotus flower mm-hmm. and um so 
Oh, I forget where I was going with that, but anyway, uh, the, the guitar pick design. Right. So they're all elements that are on the book design cover. And then uh, I just had another set for Nam. I'm going to go to Nam uh, coming up here and have a booth, and we're giving out guitar picks at Nam. And those ones are different colors, and there's three different designs on them. So they're collector's pieces, but we've only made so many of each of the picks. That's cool. And um, so we just want to do everything that's that's got a touch of class to it. All the all the all the design pieces are just really beautiful, and um, and they're all one one of a kinds. Mm-hmm. All my t-shirts, bags, everything. They're all one offs. I love it. Uh, you know, and folks. All right, let me just let me just read off some of these names. All right, these are these are some of the guitars that were featured. Guitars of these people. Les Paul, Jimmy Page, Steve Miller, Steve Howe, Wayne Kramer, Keith Richards, Ron Wood, Joe Walsh, Derek Trucks, Eric Johnson, Ace Frehley, Brian May, Eric Clapton, <laughs> Jeff Beck, Santana, Satriani, Vi, Nugent, and Jack White. That's just to name a few. <laughs> and, yeah, and, there's and, some and, nice ones in there. And the cool thing also about this book is, <clears throat> you know, folks, when you go and you, you buy the Here's the encyclopedia of guitars, you know, and they, and they show you all these great pictures of guitars and they're very static, kind of static uh, photos, you know, with a white background. Usually it's probably cut out to that white background and slapped and pasted onto there. This is seeing the guitar almost almost in its element mm-hmm. and um, from a very artistic uh, place. It's not... It's not what you would expect. It, like I said, it's a tribute. To, it's, tri- mm-hmm. it's a tribute to wire and wood, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times people open up a guitar book and they usually see what they expect, mm-hmm. which would be the full guitar, top to bottom, most probably tack sharp from top to bottom mm-hmm. on a white background or black background, and uh, these are taken from a a close-up perspective Mm -hmm. of inspection of the guitar, really, to see where... Where are the where's the soul of this guitar? Let me see what nicks and scratches have been left behind by the artist, and what's on the back of the guitar that no one can see generally. Right. Um, and you'll be really surprised what's on the back of a guitar: um, stickers and all kinds of personal effects, gouges, and and on the front of the guitar, often you see a lot of that stuff too and then the, the marks from guitar picks and the way that they they pick if they're all depending what test style of the guitarist they are if they even use a pick um, all kinds of things are left behind so I, I hone in on those wear and tear details that the artists leave behind on the guitar that might reveal a little bit of uh, well probably reveals a lot of how they play how they handle their guitar and uh, reveals the soul of the guitar you know a little bit about a lot about the artist and uh so it's an artistic approach so you're right when you say it's not something that you would typically expect when you open up the book it's a it's a it's an examination of the guitar from close-up perspective that is an intimate portrait of the guitar so you get close up to it and you can't normally do that you go to a show you see the guitar from afar and you hear it you can't really see it. You can't see the inlays. Uh, you can't see the dust 
that's been left behind underneath mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the scratches like that you see on Jimmy Page's double neck guitar that you'll see in this book uh, how, how the, the center of the, the pick card on this double neck there's a big scratch that's like four widths of, like there's something went down the center of it that scratched it with four prongs on it you know all the way down the center of the pick card I didn't even notice that when I photographed it yo mm-hmm. I mean I'm like I'm like on top of that guitar and, and photographing it and breathing it in and looking at the angles and the curves and like just checking out, making sure my light is okay and my exposure is okay. And then you get home and you download your images and I was blown away by that one image myself. I'm like, wow, look at that. There's a huge scratch that goes all the way down the center of that car, that guitar. And, um, you know, the, like that's a question that I didn't even get an answer to because I didn't notice it at the time. Right. What's that scratch from? Right. Yeah, and you know, and there's a story that goes, and that's, and this is the cool part about this book too. There's a story that goes with each one of these guitars. Obviously, there's the story that the that the artist has with the, with the guitar, or or could be the story that a builder had with the guitar. But what's even better is there's a story that you've had with the guitar, mm-hmm. your experience with the instrument. That's true. Like originally, with all these years that I was shooting, because I was shooting for 17 years to actually, well, shooting for 15 years. And then the last two years was really the writing and the assembling of the book. Mm-hmm. So in in all those years of, of shooting, uh, 15 years, I, I always thought that I would interview the artists at some point after the fact about the, if, if I didn't get to spend one-on-one time with them, mm-hmm. or you're going to get more information from, from management later on down the line. And then it's so hard to do that after the fact. Yeah. And, and then I started to realize, you know, everyone talks about stories about the artists and this is really about their guitar. And it's, it's about, what happened the day of that shoot and what, what was revealed by that guitar. And so I started writing my own stories from my notes from each of the shoots and it just started to make sense to start telling my own story about what happened the day of the shoot, how it all went down, who helped me out. I always credit the guitar techs because those guys work so, so hard and, Mm -hmm. and really often don't get the credit that they deserve. And, uh, so every guitar tech is credited in the book that I worked with. And, um, uh, just like cool stories, cool shit happened. The days of all those, you know, <laughs> photographing Peter Frampton's guitar, like showing up and I'm at the Aladdin hotel in Las Vegas. And, uh, I hadn't seen Peter Frampton concert live ever. And I had put in a request to photograph his guitar. My girlfriend and I, we got tickets. We were going to the show. And so I show up at soundtrack to, to photograph his guitar and I'm working with his guitar tech. So, the guitar tech actually, I, the way I remember it going down was he ended up leaving. He's like, okay, you're cool. You got it all, all together. And so I'm, I'm there, I'm shooting the guitar and I ended up finishing up. And when I left, he, he wasn't around. So I'm leaving the building and I've got my gear and I've got my backpack and I'm, I'm walking out one of these long hallways at a Las Vegas convention center. And there's these three guys walking toward me. And one of them is the guitar tech. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to wave to say goodbye to him. So I'm like, hey, thanks a lot. And he, the other two guys, they're all kind of just nod a little bit. And we all say goodbye. And I'm walking past. And so now 
we passed each other and I realized, oh shit, that was Peter Frampton in the middle. <laughs> he had cut off his hair. I had, I wasn't expecting like no hair guy. And it's small. He had smiled and stuff, but it wasn't until after I got past him that I realized it was Peter. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even get to say hi to him. Uh, and, and, you know, his, that guitar, it was his, was his Gibson Les Paul with the triple pickup on it. And it was like a 2000, that was in 2002 and it was a 2000. So I was like, at the time I wasn't hip to the guy, to the understanding that the, the cargo plane crash happened and his original Les Paul mm-hmm. was lost and mm-hmm. it had still been lost at that time. Right. It was only like what, two years ago that, that he discovered it. Yeah. Two, three years ago. 2010, I think it was 2011. Yeah, okay, so yeah. four years ago now mm-hmm. he's, he's got his one back. So, so volume two is underway folks. And I'm nice. hoping to get Frampton's original <laughs> in the next book. <laughs> tell us, the, tell us the Billy Gibbons story. Billy Gibbons. Uh, all right. Well, man, i I'd been I'd been trying to to get 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 access to Billy Gibbons guitars for a while. Um, I'd sent in a few requests, and they like these are the back in the days when we were using faxes, and I would fax over a request to to a management, and uh, never could make it happen. And I I must have asked like two or three times because ZZ Top's always all around. You know, they're those guys are unstoppable. They're always out touring. In fact, I just saw today they, they're announcing their 2015 tour, and there's a lot of dates on there. So they just, they're tickets. just nonstop. Already got tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so ZZ's around again, and I get it. I get a no answer. Or I get a no, whatever. So. And like I grew up listening to Lagrange, you know, I it was like Billy Gibbons was a must. I had to have his guitars, mm-hmm. and so one day I ended up having an opportunity to photograph the Rolling Stones guitars. So I'm 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 under underneath the stage at the Stones concert. I had photographed the guitars, and I'm actually meeting Pierre de Beaupart, who is Keith Richards' guitar tech, and Johnny Starbuck, who's Ronnie Wood's guitar tech. And they had me working with Charlie Watts's drum tech, Mike Cormier, to photograph the guitars because Mike Cormier was Canadian, and I'm Canadian. So they figured you Canadians need to work together. So I didn't even work with Keith and Ronnie's guitar techs when I photographed their guitars. I worked with Charlie's drum tech. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm I'm like down there, and they're showing me other guitars and Keith's rack, and I'm drooling. They won't let me photograph them. I've already photographed the guitars. I got to photograph. And so I, I, we're done, and I'm, and we're, we're, Mike's walking us away, and there's Billy Gibbons, and I'm like, oh hey, Billy, Lisa Johnson, you know, I've been, I've been trying to get through to you guys. I photograph guitars. I'm doing this book, and I just, fo- I just finished photographing Keith Richards and Ronnie's guitars for the book, and I really would like to photograph your guitars. I mean, are you up for it? You know, at some point, he's like, yeah, you know, for sure, you can photograph my guitars. I'm like, right on. Well, the next time I call management, can you? You know, just let them know. So uh, the next time I requested, I got a yes. That's so fantastic. I got Billy's guitar. Yeah. And so, what was that shoot like? Um, it was good. A shoot at the moment. I can't remember the venue. It was in Las Vegas, and uh, I met up with his guitar tech oh, and yeah. uh, super nice guy. And he he just basically showed me Billy's rack and he's and he's like, which guitar do you want? And I'm like, well, what's his number one? And he's like, well, Pearly Gates. He said, you know, 
this one's photographed. I thought to myself, this guitar is photographed a lot, and I want guitars that are have not been seen so much, something that's unique and different. And so I actually turned up up the opportunity to photograph Pearly Greats, which is now now I'm kind of like kicking myself about that. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to re-request so I can get Pearly Gates. Um, however, he, uh, he was like, "Okay, well, this is this is unique and different." So I, he it was the their first fur guitars, which are the Gibson Explorers. It's their it's the the number Billy Gibbons' Explorer is serial number is 0008. And Dusty Hill's base explorer is 0007. So, like, it's the seventh and eighth explorer and base off the line, right? And they put fun fur on them, which is crazy <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the value of those guitars. <laughs> and uh, they're they're cool looking. Even the 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 the, um, the tuning uh, hardware, right. yep. uh, those are fun fur on there and so you know i've got photographs of the headstock and and the bodies and billy's billy's uh, explorer fun fur is like all fluffy and looks like perfectly pristine like he brushes the thing and dusty hills is matted all down from sweat from his fingers and so it's cool to be able to look at them up close like that and billy's has a pink pickup and dusty's has these these uh kind of um vintage yellow pickup hardware on on some humbuckers on his base so you know just it's cool cool detail (laughs) on some vintage vintage guitars that's pretty neat (laughs) that is pretty neat so i know that you also got the opportunity to uh photograph joe walsh uh his 1958 les paul yeah that's like a that's like a one of those holy grails yeah and his wife uh Marjorie bought that for him for I think it was for a birthday present I don't know how she tracked that down I'd love to know more about that story actually it was a gift from her and uh that was the first guitar that he brought over I had been asking as well for for Joe Walsh for a while so I was happy when that one came through and I have a, a great studio in my home in Malibu and they live in uh LA so he had his assistant bring that guitar over to my house and it was so great to be able to photograph here and shoot in my controlled environment versus mm. you know being crammed in a corner backstage somewhere um, so I, I just love that photo shoot. And what was really cool was about a month later, his assistant contacted me cause I'd sent them proofs of the images and everything. And he's like, Hey, Joe has another guitar. You might be interested in photographing. Uh, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, bring it over. So he brings it over and he had me photograph this very unusual looking Jay Backlund guitar. Have you ever heard of Jay Backlund mm-hmm. guitars? Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't at the time, and I don't know that many people that really know, do. Uh, they're very unusual, almost like a flying saucer shape, very retro-looking. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was very interesting that Joe also wanted that specific guitar photographed. And so I photographed it and included it in the book, too. That's cool. So, yeah. Um, He's a warrior, man. I love Joe Walsh. Yeah, isn't that the truth? I'll tell you. Um, so now this, this go-around with the soft cover. The uh, the book is being published by Hal Leonard. That's right. Um, I saw Hal Leonard last year at NAMM. I brought them over the hardcover, and I said, you know, I really would love to see a softcover edition uh, come about with this. And 
John Cirillo, who is the 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 main squeeze at Hal Hal Leonard for their specialty books. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been he's like a practicing Buddhist for twenty five years, and he totally, oh, without yeah. a, a stopping in his tracks at all, he knew exactly what the one hundred eight was about. And so uh, it was so awesome to be able to connect with a publisher on that level mm-hmm. that understood the concept of the book on a cosmic spiritual level. And then also because they've done so many books on guitars and music, he just completely understood the whole thing right away. And uh, within a, f- a few months, we signed a deal for the soft cover edition of the book. And what's so exciting about that is that they have global distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, the soft cover is, is going to uh, enjoy uh, uh, international distribution, which is really, really great. That's fantastic. Yeah, so pleased. And, and it's, I think it's a real coup for, for Hal Leonard uh, because, I mean, you know, they are pretty much the number one guitar book, instruction book, and company out there, really. They really are, yeah. I mean, I, I think that the level of design of this book is something that is new for mm-hmm. them. And... Uh, I, I really hope that we can continue to work together to even work on, on other stuff. Uh, I, 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 I mean, the hardcover edition won a design award. It won the Silver Graphese Award, which is a very prestigious award to be granted uh, by uh, – they basically do all design stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, – it, they, they, it, and it was also featured in in the communication arts magazine, which is also it's all about design, the design industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just really thrilled. I'm I'm so pleased because when the, when the book was created, it was really every detail was was looked at because I wanted the artists to to feel really happy with the end product that they said yes to me and they weren't disappointed for saying yes, Mm -hmm. that they see that their guitar came out and and the image of their guitar came out in something that looks really beautiful and, and it has all their buddies in it too. And you know, there's, there's guitars that are not in in there because not everyone said yes, even though they were asked or Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get a response or, Mm -hmm. you know, what have you. And so now I'm I'm busy working on round two and and sending a copy of the book to Angus Young, please say yes when you see my book. Please, please. I remember that from the last the last time that we talked. You said that was the guy that you really wanted to get. Angus. Oh, and they're going out on tour this year too. Yes, they are. So uh, I'm actually I'm actually going to go to their show. I'm in uh, in in Scotland. I'm uh-huh. going to Ireland. Actually, it's Ireland. It's Dublin. I'm going to the Dublin show and the London show because thus far only their European and overseas dates have been announced mm-hmm. and i'm irish and i've always wanted to go to ireland so um we're going to go over and do some holidaying and then go Excellent. see uh go see them in dublin Excellent. and then go to london and go see them in london and uh then they'll come to la eventually and oh please you're gonna please get God. Him. you're gonna get them this time around. and i'm just so so sad that malcolm is is not out yeah. on the tour and because yeah. his guitars won't be around and I, I always wanted malcolm's guitar too and um i mean they're such for me they're one of the most iconic bands ever of all time mm-hmm. and 
Um, sometimes it's really hard to access them. It's just, and I understand. I understand it. Jimmy Page said yes, man. And so he had to, it's just interesting. The different artists, they are artists as well in other ways. Like Jimmy understands the art concept. Oh, I mean, absolutely. he's creating books himself. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, there was no even hesitation. It seemed like from his camp about doing it. Yeah. And it's that way with many of the artists and then other ones, you have to spend a little time convincing them because they don't really understand they may not take the time to understand Mm -hmm. and there's so many people have requests of them Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. they're just like "Mm." so you know you just have to keep going just keep going i can't give up on angus never ever (laughs) (laughs) so with the next book is this going to be another 108 i don't know yet i'm i can't pinpoint that down because uh 108 is epic uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have been shooting over all of these years other genres. I've been shooting blues, jazz, and country parts yeah. as well. And so I almost feel like maybe the next book I should include all of the other genres that I have been shooting also for 15, 17 years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they, I want to give them a chance to get out of the closet and breathe and be seen as well. Um, so I may do a little bit different concept, um, for the next one. And there's still the idea of doing separate books for all those different genres. It's just that you have to also look at the market and can books sell that if they're just specific to that, those markets Mm -hmm. and it's a harder sell, honestly, it is a harder sell. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, when I get really ready, like this year now, what I'm doing this first quarter is I'm really organizing all the images that I currently have for all genres. And then once I really see the bulk of what I have, then I'll start taking the appropriate direction. Cause there's still other things that I want to do like, uh, world music. I've always, I've been a huge world music fan forever and ever. I love groups like dead can dance. Uh, I, I've, I've already photographed thievery corporation, a lot of their instruments. I love DJs and I love how the DJs are, are now organically bringing in a uh, uh, real instruments as a combination to the electronic side of things. Cause it humanizes it. Right. And like in theater corporations, the, uh, um, Eric Hilton, he told me once, it's like we were DJing and everyone was out dancing and having a great time. They weren't interacting with us. We wanted more human interaction with us. And so they added percussion, bass, uh, you know, a variety of different singers. There's not mm-hmm. one single frontman. There's all these different singers. And uh, it's uh, this brilliant music. Um, and so like, there's all that to be celebrated and the DJ world is like mind bending, you know, this is the future. This is the, the rock classic rock is always going to be here for sure. Um, there are, we are an evolving species mm-hmm. and as we evolve our musical, you know, music is evolving and the youth generation cannot be um, discounted. So, you know, I, I, I love all that stuff too. So there's so many projects to do. And so I'm, I'm, um, I'm just going to let the universe sort of guide me along and 
figure out, you know, what, what the next book is going to be. It'll organically happen in the next couple year and a half to two years. It'll come together. And then, um, also too, you have to look at what, what does your publisher want to do? Sure. What works for the publisher? Yeah. So, you know, NAM is coming up and I'm going to be meeting with my publisher. And so we'll get a little direction. Okay. And, uh, well, I'm sure whatever you do, it's going to be highly creative. This has been a great book. I, I like I said, it's a book that we all, sit around and we we pass it around the room and we go look at, this, look at this one look at that would you look at that and to look at like you know like the battle scars on there and everything else it's it's a fun book it really is and now folks you can get it in soft cover it's a little bit lighter and it's uh it's a, a lot more affordable as well Mm-hmm. So um, I highly it's a recommend. lot lighter. The, the 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 regular edition, the hardcover is almost nine pounds, mm-hmm. and the soft cover edition is probably two pounds, two maybe three pounds. Okay. So it's a it's a stark difference. And what's what I love about it is I can actually take that soft cover book and I can carry it around with me to show people. Sure. The the hardcover is like it's an anchor. That thing belongs on your coffee table well, yeah, at the, home. You the, don't want to be traveling with that thing. <laughs> the leather one is is basically uh, the weight of a, a late seventies Les Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, it's heavier than Robbie Krieger's Les Paul. Robbie Krieger's Les Paul only weighs seven pounds. Wow. So my book weighs more than Robbie's guitar. <laughs> and his his uh, Spanish Caravan acoustic, which is his Jose Ramirez flamenco guitar, that one only weighs two pounds. Wow. Light as a feather. It's as light as a soft cover. That's right. <laughs> Except his Jose Romero's flamenco guitar is 1963, and it it's probably worth a pretty penny these days. He got it; his daddy got it for him when he was 17 years old, and it's still in pristine condition. Wow! And uh, I'm sure for its two pounds, it weighs it 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 caught it, 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 it's it weighs in at uh, more than 108 dollars. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Well, Lisa, thank you for being on the show again. Oh, thanks, Mark. It's great to have you again. And, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're Guitar Radio Show family now. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm grateful to be on your show, and um, I'll come back anytime. And I would love to, to hook up with you guys at the Dallas Guitar Show. Yeah, that would um, be fun. Yeah. i got to make that happen this year. Gotta that go. Be, that'd be great. Otherwise, come and see me at my booth at NAM, booth number 4386. Okay, 4386. folks. At NAM this year, Lisa Johnson, 108 Rockstar Guitars. And you can go to uh, 108RockstarGuitars.com and check it out right there. There's a lot more going on on that website than there was a year ago, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot it's more. Evolving. Lots of video and, and, and uh, lots of information. So. And of course, you're also on Facebook. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 108 Rockstar Guitars is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can get me there. Twitter and Instagram. We're everywhere. Instagram's a great place to see pictures of this book because that's what Instagram's all about. So, yeah, if if you really want to get you know, you know what we call uh. We call it gas gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> that's a, that's the way to get it. It's through this book. You go. I want that one. I want that one. I want, it's like a catalog. 
Yeah, it's the ultimate guitar porn book. For it sure. is the, yes, that's true. The <laughs> ultimate guitar porn book. The ultimate tribute Get to Wirewood. Get up close and personal. Yes. I, wa- I want to be known your as your favorite acts. That's right. I want to be known as the one who quoted that and said <laughs> that this is the ultimate tribute to Wire and Wood. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. Okay. I'll always quote you as that. I'll give Thank you the credit. You. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks you. Thank you, bro. Okay. Appreciate it, Mark. And have a great NAM. And uh, let me know if you're coming to Dallas. And uh, I will. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll we'll get something good to eat. Sounds great. All right. Great. All right. You okay. take care. Ciao. Bye bye. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> cool book. Cool person. Loves guitars. What's wrong with that? Not a damn thing. Folks, check out that book. It's great. It's definitely, um, it's uh, as I've always said and I say, say all the time, it's much more than a coffee table book. It is such a, uh, it's such a, a real wonderful work of art. I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, thank you again, Lisa, for being on the show. All right. Hey, we're gonna get we're gonna get heavy because we're getting we're getting primed for our our all things heavy episode, which is coming up real soon. And I want to play you a band out of uh, California. They're called Max Twelve, and this is called S A M. Guitar Radio Show, GuitarRadioShow.com. <laughs>
The track is called Read the Omens. That's Woe Fat from their new release, Live Juju, Woe Fat at Freak Valley. I just got the vinyl copy the other day, and it's a great package. I hadn't had a vinyl uh, offering in such a long time, and to sit there with the with the album cover and and the the inner artwork, and there's there, I mean, ah, so cool, so good. It's a great package. It's a great disc from an amazing band. I love. They are my favorite. They really are like my favorite metal band. And I don't know if they even really consider themselves metal. I mean, they're a heavy band. You know, they've they've said that they're they're more like stoner rock, but I love that band. They're just fantastic. Really great metal band. Um, hey, we got to get out of here, but thanks for listening. We appreciate everybody out there all around the globe, all around the planet, all around the dirt ball that are listening to us on uh, 11 countries, man. I can't believe it. It trips me out. Thanks so much for everybody uh, tuning in and subscribing. And if, you, if you're an occasional listener, please subscribe because you never know what's going to show up in your, uh, in your feed there. You, you, you never know. If, if, if you're not subscribed, you don't necessarily get all of the, uh, all of the interesting content. And there's going to be a lot more interesting content, content in, the, uh, in the weeks to come. So uh, we appreciate everybody hanging in there. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Don't forget guitarradioshow.com and all those other places that you can go and check us out. And, uh, and YouTube, too. I forgot to mention YouTube before. So we're out of here. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Keep on playing, and we'll see you on the next episode of Guitar Radio Show. Peace. I like this crowd already. GRS Productions.